You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Hello, what's going on today? Um, well, uh, New York has just passed uh, the anti-foie gras laws, just like California. I think it's strange that the two states that are leading the charge in vaccines are the two least likely states to be doing so. And they're also following suit with the foie gras and everything else. I guess you could say California would be more expected, but, you know, it's a hippie state. What are they doing with, you know, promoting vaccines and stuff? So this is just a sign of how well-controlled the top tier of society is, the very top level, the governorships and things like that in certain areas. Um... So these anti-foie gras laws need to be understood at a deeper level because they're not anti-foie gras laws that are done for animal rights. That's the cover-up. There wouldn't be all of this money and intensity and energy behind it if it was just to help the animals. I guarantee you that. And a lot of these, um, um, you know, court cases and um, non-governmental organizations are funded um, by not only George Soros and these type of, you know, um, entities, but also other strange funding is coming into these, uh, um, like vegetarian vegan movements. If you trace their origin, you'll always find something very interesting about how they're being funded. And, you know, so they're being used to rile up rebellion, just like everything else is. And, um, and so why would the, the forces, you know, why would people care to go through all this trouble? Well, because if you can control, um, you know, one food, you could say a bad food, foie gras or whatever you want to say, um, then you can control more food in the future. So you open the door to being able to control food. Um, for example, you could actually eliminate red meat um, or pork or anything else from the community through these precedents. Um now, you'd say, oh, there's no public support for that, so that's ridiculous or whatever. But things could happen. You know, we used to eat uh, organ meats, and that faded out very quickly because of a huge, you know, mad cow disease epidemic or whatever, which wasn't an epidemic at all. It was uh, very well controlled. And once again, propaganda infused uh, scare tactic to get people off of these high vitamin foods. Now, you could say, why would somebody want us off the high vitamin foods? That sounds crazy. Well, it's easy. I mean, all of these medicines and all these companies that, you know, find out what, you know, for example, let's say the anti-cholesterol medicines. Well, they're using enzymes that the liver already produces in order to stop the production of cholesterol. They're imitating, you know, uh, red rice, yeast, and different types of things that they've found that end up stopping the production of cholesterol. So they have a strong interest in not letting you figure out anything true about cholesterol, like the fact that your body already produces those enzymes and that those enzymes are produced based on the amount that you are consuming. So if you're consuming no cholesterol in your diet, well, you're going to increase your cholesterol internally. 
So they don't want you to figure any of this stuff out. And they know all this stuff because they had to figure it out to, to develop these medicines. So the more wisdom that they obtain, the more that they try to keep you from understanding um, and, and keep you hooked on that. And so they have to cover up their bases, you know, um, if they cover up um, uh, a lot of the deficiencies, the, the main foods that can get you out of this mess, well, then you're hooked on the drugs. So you could say, well, it's kind of a secondary um, thing. It doesn't seem like they would be doing that. But you just have to trace it further and you'll find out. So the real problem with the foie gras story is that foie gras is just... Just call foie gras vitamin K2, MK4, because that's really what it is. It's vitamin K2, MK4, and it's a vitamin that was prevalent in traditional societies that's hard to find these days. It was prevalent in, you know, this once a, you know, once a year, you know, mid midsummer kind of butter that was bright orange and, you know, from these traditional societies, typically like maybe something that looks like a little bit like a Mennonite or other types of societies that are st keeping in tune with these traditions and um, keeping things closer to nature, etc. Um but now in the industrial world that we live in and the packaging and the pasteurization and all the other processes that come before you actually end up touching something, um, these vitamins get um, destroyed or reduced or basically <clears throat> there wasn't as much of them anyway in the modern world. And then on top of it, they've been edited or modified or cooked or smoked or whatever they've been done or twice cooked. And there's a lot of that going on, you know, or to be sm smoked and then the, the, then it'll be canned. And so you have all this like triple cooking. And so you get it down to nothing again. Um, and so people have to find this vitamin. It's like going forward into the future. It will be like loud how, how, how much we have to find it and how you know, all these foie gras, produ foie gras production has doubled or even tripled in France um, and around the world over the last 20 years. And that's not because of, you know, animal rights, you know, like laissez-faire or whatever. It's because the vitamin is not there. There's a missing vitamin that we cannot find. And it's not just one little random vitamin. And it's not just the K1 that you read about that you can get with like, you know, eating some cabbage and some natto paste or whatever. This is not that. This is the 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 real animal form of vitamin K2, MK4. This is what's needed, especially for compromised systems, because we might not be able to convert the K1s and the the, the precursors of this vitamin effectively anymore on top of everything else so we have to find the real source of it and the most concentrated source of it is in foie gras so it's a divine comedy you know it's like only subtle mind can see these things and and the the more childish mind is just like animals animals you know don't protect the humans protect the animals the and humans don't need it um, protect the animals over the humans. So this animal over humans reality that we're in is a childishness, it's an infantilization, and it actually has origins in, you know, atheist philosophy and even going darker into that, like into satanic philosophy. I mean, even though that doesn't mean that I don't, I'm not saying any of these people are satanic, but, you know, the satanic philosophy puts man underneath um, or at the same level as the animal. And so we don't want to do that. We want to make sure that otherwise man has no, he's an automaton, despirited and not able to help his fellows or the planet. So that wouldn't work. Then we're all screwed. Even the animals, everybody goes down. 
so a man has to be in his right place. And so um, we have to um, realize that this is a widespread and progressively increasing deficiency, and it's going to get worse and worse as we go forward. So take the foie gras out of your mind, just because it doesn't have, you know, we're, we're not as used to it in America as, say, Europe or other parts of the world, doesn't mean that we don't need to start paying attention. You know, there's a lot of imported butter here. Have you not noticed, like, Kerrygold and all these different butters have become the most popular um, butters in the nation? And there's a good reason for that. It's because our butter sucks and our soil sucks to a large degree. And so we have to borrow these soils and these vitamins from others for now in order to survive and to, to have optimal health, not just survive. So we're going to have to learn a little bit about foie gras as well as Americans. We're going to have to start paying attention to what these things do to us. Um, foie gras is, is the highest concentration of K2, MK4, especially goose foie gras that you can find um, pretty much on earth. And it's the high concentration of it really helps to, It's they call it the master vitamin because it was called Activator X by Weston Price. And so it has a role of... Um, coordinating and becoming like what they call the active principle of all the other vitamins, uh, uh, contributing to their assimilation and their, um, you know, directing. So um, everything from cancer to the to the structure of the face, you know, these kind of weaker faces, beta male, beta female kind of look that we have all over Los Angeles that I'm seeing, like this is all tied to not only deficiency but also k2 deficiency you know the beautiful faces of the japanese and the arabs and the japanese amongst the asians the french amongst the europeans and the air and the egyptians amongst the arabs are the three cultures who ate the most k2 the reason is because they were all in love with foie gras or in the case of japanese with natto so they were able to convert that to a certain degree to a lesser degree um, historically. Now, a lot of these cultures are moving away from even their own traditions, so the, the facial structures and other things are changing. But it's not just the face, it's also the skin, beauty, it's uh, it's the, probably the strongest anti-cancer. It's also a harmonizer of the A and D vitamins, because the A and D vitamins can work antagonistically. You can take so much D to get out of D deficiency, and then that triggers A to, to like a limiting factor of how A can function. And so you get this kind of antagonism. So the K2 comes in there as kind of like a trinity and um, like absorbs all that antagonism. It's like the limiting factor on both sides and it allows that whole thing to come into harmony. Um, and this has been proven. I'm just giving you these little, um, you know, um, kind of synthesized versions of, of studies that are out there. Um, especially on the Western Price website and other places. Um, so we have to have this vitamin going forward, not only for the facial structures to overcome the deficiencies for fertility. I mean, I've seen people change their whole, I mean, I've seen people that were declared sterile just by eating foie gras of a high quality um, imported from France or Canada or wherever you have to get it. Um, sometimes the U.S. can work um, if it's fresh and you can, you know, either eat it somewhat raw or salted or whatever they call that. But, I mean, I eat it with honey, so I just make it easy. But um, So import it, but this is going to be helpful for fertility. I mean, you can go from zero to a thousand with fertility just with this alone. I mean, the Jews and even the the the, the, um, the Phoenicians 
um, knew about this fertility factor, and it was even part of Phoenician medicine. Well, they had two items that were part of their med medicine um, historically. One was foie gras, and two was batarga, which is these fermented fish eggs. It's funny because these both relate to what Weston Price discovered in his cod liver, in his fermented cod liver oil, and his alpine active um, um, concentrated. Um, butter oil that he found, which resembles a little bit the taste of ghee or whatever. He found in both of these the same equivalents that the Jews and the Phoenicians had already found in foods. But to be honest, although um, you can get by with a lot of um, these supplements, they do help and they can be a complete replacement for these things. But however, they are less powerful. Uh, than the actual doses of these things that you can get um, in a given sitting. So they do work though. Like, um, you know, my girlfriend, she takes um, this Trinity, which I call the threefold remedy, which is the vitamin K2 uh, found in emu oil, which is from Walkabout brand, um, taken daily, like it's a sipping oil, or you take like a teaspoon a day from the fridge with the cod liver oil. And with the magnesium, transdermal magnesium, these three in, in synergy pull us out of all of our deficiencies to a certain degree. Um, but you can also find that same intensity, um, I mean even more intensity, um, in a shorter space of time by using the foie gras, goose foie gras especially, or dark foie gras, but, do, but goose foie gras um, originally and... Um, and the Botarga fish eggs, fermented fish eggs. Now what's so funny is, is if you go to any Jewish festival in um, in Europe, not in America because we've lost our traditions here, but in Europe you'll find Botarga, these fermented fish eggs, and foie gras served at every, you know, three or four times a year festival that the Jews have. These are always present. Now these are the fertility factors and they can increase fertility in a mind-boggling way, just by knowing about them. Um, so, and don't just get stuck on the word fertility, because fertility doesn't mean anything else but health. I mean, to a certain degree, but it does for fertility. It also does for health, if, even if you're not, I mean, whatever age you are and whatever sex you are. Um, so, um, yes, try to re, you know change your perspective on this argument about stopping the animals and the gavage and all these things, because, you know, there's a lot of sensationalism with all this, you know, tr geese don't have a natural reflex, um, gag reflex like we do. The tube, it goes straight down. They, they only feed them once they're full. You can't even sell foie gras successfully, especially, um, uh, whole foie, foie gras. I'm not talking about like, I mean, you can go to industrial farms that can sell you emulsified fats from foie gras and make these mousses and all this stuff. And that's the general run of the market, especially Asia. And, but if you, if you get whole foie gras where you actually have the lobes and everything, you know, they used to, they used to light a match to test the lobe and to see its ratio of protein to fat. And that was how they knew how to buy them. So there was a way um, to know the quality of something and that the fact that the animal had swallowed and converted all of what he ate into the vitamin. If he did not, and he was mistreated, um, there would be a steatorrhea, which is like, you know, um, a fattening, a granular kind of, you know, um, uh, aspect to the foie gras. So we're, 
that is not what we're looking for. And if you do it right, you have the right thing. So whole um, foie gras is going to keep you away from some of that. Um, so it's just about being smart. You know, it's not about like, um, harming animals. The animals are there. It's all about understanding sacrifice. A, a vegan thinks he's understood the animal, but he hasn't. He's thrown the animal's contribution out of the window in, you know, a, an infantile trip on trying to ensure that all animals live eternally. You know, I used to be the same way. I had to overcome that too. I, I thought, I was a vegetarian and I thought that it was the only way and I was the only one that was on the right path. And I, what I realized in the end was I was just afraid to die. I was afraid of the death of my ideas. I was afraid of the fact that I was probably wrong about a lot of things. And so I had to face all that inside of myself. I couldn't see that the crab couldn't stay alive forever. The shark would eat the crab, you know, or a human could eat the crab and that could provide some sort of nutrition, which may help humanity, um, have enough abundance to be able to um, get free of the body and not be stuck in disease and everything else. So it depends on how you look at it. Most of the people who are promoting this vegan reality, if they knew how it was being funded, that would be the first turnoff. But secondly, um, it's a childish attempt to not accept the earth that we're in and that we're a part of and the interdependence that we have here. I understand the need to reduce the suffering of animals, but you have to have an adult way of looking at that and not a childish, um, overly sensitive, uh, you know, projection of a broken inner child onto animals uh, type of reality, which is what's happening. You know, it would be much better if you could actually see the animal as a strong being and not as a weakling that you have to protect, but also as a strong entity who's trying to teach you something about what he has to offer you. And so, you know, you have to understand that your brain and your heart throughout millennia have been fed by their these organs and, and meats and all these things that the animals have provided. And so that understanding has to come through. You cannot just run from that um, into some sort of fantasy or ideology. So anyway, um, as they try to topple some of these things, hopefully there'll be a new form of resistance. I'm hoping that the vitamin research will allow them to to put a, a new uh, um, shield against this onslaught where people start to realize, wait a minute, this is a vitamin deficiency. This is a reality that we must we need to overcome. This is not just like animals, this, animals, that. So we need to start having our own teeth on our own side. The, the other side has plenty of teeth. They're pretty much an organism that's just filled with teeth. Um, and aggressive. And so uh, our organism on the other side can sometimes lack boundaries. And so we have to grow the teeth and, and be strong and have our um, counter arguments and things in place so that these things are, that light is shown on these things to show them for the infantile state from which they come. So anyway, if that can be of service to anyone, use it, look it up, figure out more about this reality. Don't wish that just because you don't know much about foie gras doesn't mean that it's not affecting you the shape of your face head the your children the, the you know the production of everything in the body from fertility hormones on down to high quality of cholesterol there are so many things that it needs the body needs to produce all these sex hormones they all come from cholesterol molecule and so the highest quality of cholesterol molecule is going to give you the highest quality of sexual hormones and so this is what's happening in this deficient world. We use up all of our sex hormones like estrogen and testosterone to protect us from things. 
that are in the environment. So we need to be smart to this and not just say, oh, that's a French thing or that's it, because it ain't. I mean, look what's happening. This is happening all over America now. These foie gras farms are popping up and they're just trying to stop it now. So be wise and uh, stay awake and uh, stay tuned. Thanks.